I'm Brian. And I'm Malcolm. And we're a couple of dads sharing our journey about starting out and bootstrapping our indie businesses while still prioritizing our young families. We believe that you can hustle and work hard to bootstrap a successful SaaS freelance or indie business while still being family first. Join us as we share our learnings from building our businesses from scratch. Well, happy 2022. How are you doing? Yeah, Happy New Year, Brian. I am doing well, and uh, not as well because I started uh, work on Monday, so maybe not as good as last week when I was on vacation. But yeah, years off to a to a good start. How about you? Pretty good. Um, we didn't really go on vacation. We kind of stuck around, but I thought that was still just fine. Like we, you know, spent time with family. Didn't have to go anywhere, um, so just kind of enjoyed hanging out at home how was your uh vacation though you went to uh, went to the beach or something right um yeah so we also pretty much just stayed at home but uh my in-laws have a, a beach house two hours drive so we at the end of every year we go usually spend a couple of days there with uh with friends so yeah that was that was good uh, the weather wasn't all that great the wind was something insane so we couldn't enjoy the beach weather as we normally oh. would but um Anything's better than the usual hustle of uh, working and staying up late and coding, and so that that break was good. And you said you don't you don't even get Wi Fi there, right? Yeah, no, there's like it just it doesn't make any sense to take any electronic devices um, other than a phone because yeah, it's you get cell signal, but pretty much nothing else. Um, yeah, although they they did install fiber now recently, so I don't know for how long that's that's going to be a deterrent. I'm going to have to be more self disciplined about leaving my electronics at home when we when we go away. Or you can go there any other time, right, and just work from there. <laughs> <laughs> also true, but I, I think any time we do go there, we, we go with family, so it's it's not mm. fair on them if I take any computers and stuff with and tell them to go have fun without me <laughs> so i don't think that's gonna work uh, so i'm not gonna fly with the missus it, it'd still be tempting for me at least to go to the beach and work if i could there's no beaches around here arizona closer than i don't know six or seven hours so i'm jealous how's uh how's it being back to work are you back to your normal routine staying up late working on stuff <sighs> Yeah, it's it's been actually pretty tough. Um, I, I, I tweeted out on Twitter, it's like, okay, I'm starting to work in remote time again. Let's let's do this thing. And then I read it back, and it's like, man, that looks really enthusiastic. And I didn't feel that way. <laughs> Coming <laughs> off of two weeks of, I mean, I I literally, well, didn't quite go cold turkey. I, mean, I spent maybe like an literally only an hour or two on App Storefront and. I think I was all of maybe half an hour over the two weeks on Twitter. Um, and so it was, it was fairly cold Turkey in terms of all the tech and that, I don't know, it's, it's different. Um, you know, it's, it really helps give you perspective just to cut all of that out. You know, the usual hustle and, and expectation that you need to get stuff done that you do the whole year. And I mean, for me, it's really helpful just to take the two weeks and, and really, unplug and uh, spend some good quality family time and and you know discuss you know plans for the next year with with the family and the missus and and really get perspective on things so that really i mean your brain is always going of course you know on 
what what you're about to do and where you're going to go and that kind of thing. But it just really, really helps not to have the, the I guess, the digital um, morphine, you know, <laughs> that you're normally yeah. addicted to, um, just to really go talk cold turkey on that. And uh, yeah, it was it was good. It was helpful. Um, momentum is is hard when when you lose momentum like that. I mean, I, I had that problem yeah. all the time, even in like mini bursts where like right now I'm not working during the day, but I will eventually. Uh, and when I was um, like, I would, I would lose momentum all the time. And I'd be two or three you know, a day turns into two days, turns into a week, turns into two weeks where I'm, I haven't done anything. And then it's like, well, I don't even want to start or I, or I, <laughs> I, on my drive home from work, I'm like, okay, I'm going to kill it tonight. I'm going to get a whole bunch done. And then by the time the kids are in bed, I'm just like, oh, I can't do it. And then, you know, it turns into two weeks. Um, yeah. Like cold start yeah. things, it's hard. What do you do to kind of get kickstarted again? Well, it's, it's for me, it's, there's, there's nothing specific. It's just the discipline, even though I, I think I've always been fairly good at that, even though I don't feel like it. I, I know, like, theoretically, if I sit down, after 10 minutes, I will feel a bit better. So I, I have a fairly good discipline of, of doing that. So I was able to get into the swing of things quite easily. In line with the themed sprints, uh, I've made these next two weeks a bug sprint. That's, so that's a lot less threatening than um, doing the other stuff that I'm not looking all that forward to, you know, because it's just not where my wheelhouse is. So it's it's a lot easier to get started with easy things. So I guess, yeah, pick, pick the easy stuff. You know, you you know you you can get through it. There's no unknowns, and it's less scary, so it's easier to get started with those things. And yeah. then I think when when there's a bit of momentum with that, then it's it's easier to get into the more challenging things that you're like, okay, I don't know what I'm going to do here, but let's try it anyway. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of what I do too. Is um, I have to just kind of trick my brain um, into thinking, well, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna update this one component. I'm going to just do this one little fix this one little bug that's been nagging me. And then before you yeah, know, it's been an, three an hours. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I kind of trick myself into doing it that way. And then, and then the next day is a little easier. Cause Oh, I, I did it last night. All I did was sat down and, and thought I would fix this one little thing. So I'm going to do this other little thing. And it's just, uh, cause I'm not disciplined at all. Like I have the worst self discipline of anyone I know, uh, or at least I, I admit it, and maybe others don't admit it. I don't know, but uh, I I have to resort to. <laughs> I was like about to say tricks. it's only because you know yourself so well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Other people always look better from from the Instagram filters that the, you're looking at them through. Oh man, that, that's a good point. I mean, especially in the startup world, all you hear is the successes and the, you know, I did this and I made a million dollars, and you can too, and you don't hear about all the yeah nightly struggles that people are going through like this, but. It's pretty common, I think. So you're working on uh, bug fixes this week, huh? There was a bunch of stuff left over from uh, from last year. Um, there were some third party library bugs, which you know they always get take time to to get to and fix and ship, which they did at the end of last year. But I was on vacation, so I wasn't going to do anything about it. Um, so that was an easy one just to get to and like update all the third party dependencies and see if that's working. So I'm in the midst of doing that bug fix release um and then I'm, I'm actually on vacation again in two weeks time so there's kind of that that window to look forward to because normally we have 
that family vacation where we actually go away at the end of Q1. But uh, that's that's been a bit uh, of a difficult thing to organize with the two boys that are at school and they weren't very impressed with us last year when we said we're <laughs> taking the boys out of school for a whole week in the middle of a, a test cycle. So we thought we'd ease the burden and they would only miss three days of school this, this time, but it's like the first three days. They don't do anything anyway. So, um, <laughs> so yeah. So it's, I don't know, January for me, um, sorry for anybody listening in, it's not going to be very eventful. <laughs> so I'm going to be doing bug fixes and then be on vacation again. So you'll, you'll hear all about the fun I'm having that is not work-related. No, that's all right. I mean, we're, we're humans, right? We've got to live our lives. We're not all about just startup hustle like we said but uh yeah you know nor- normally i might bust your chops about doing like bug sprints as a an easy thing but i think in this case it makes total sense because you're just you got to ease yourself back in like you said you need <laughs> you need exactly. to do something that's low-hanging fruit just to get the motivation going i feel you there yeah and i mean if i'm going on vacation for a for a week as well it, it didn't make a whole lot of sense for me to start digging deep into learning and doing new things and then have to plug out and get like remember where i was again after a week of totally um you know not plugging into the normal work thing so that's going to be good but brian how how about you is your have you gotten stuck in again um in the new year how things going with your google ads and analytics and all of that have you seen any changes yeah, I mean it's it's been pretty interesting. Um, we hit a new record with like the number of leads that we've gotten in a day, like all time oh, nice. record during the time I've been here and before. So it's definitely it's working. Yeah, <laughs> it's definitely working. The, the gears are turning. Uh, and there's actually there's a couple things that have gone on since we last talked. Uh, the first one, uh, last time you correctly pressed me quite a bit about why I hadn't signed something, some documents, you know, some, a partnership agreement of some kind. Yeah. And what I, what I, what I didn't say on the air is, is, uh, there was actually a reason for that, that I didn't want to say on the air, which has now been resolved so I can talk about it. And that is that, uh, company got served with a, with a lawsuit. So (laughs) we got sued (laughs) (laughs) and I wasn't about to join the company and like sign up, uh, be a a partner that would be then added to the lawsuit, you know, until that was resolved. Yeah, that makes sense. So it is now resolved. The the issue was the domain name was too close to a, let's just say billion dollar similar company just by coincidence. Oh man. And, you know, so I don't know how they found out, but somehow – they found out and uh, it was just, it was, it wasn't any sort of cyber squatting or shady stuff. It was just the names happened to coincide. We both started it. We both got them at around the same time or started growing at around the same time. Of course, they're a billion dollar, very well funded company. So they, they claimed, you know, trademark infringement and cyber squatting and, and all that stuff to try to get us to stop. Now, the good thing is when I started working with the company, uh, with with this company, you know, three the company is called um, GeoFlip, Geo as in geography and Flip as in flip yeah, houses. Yeah. And so when I started working with GeoFlip about three months ago, I and, and GeoFlip.com is not the domain that we use for lead generation. It's a different domain. It's just a, an innocent like you know mm. what it can be whatever domain you want really. GeoFlip.com, if you go there right now, is the company kind of like. Uh, marketing site, but this other domain that was similar to the other company's domain 
um, I noticed that when we were talking at first, before I had done any work with them, I said, this is very, this is very similar. I think you're going to get in trouble. Uh, <laughs> is there any reason why you couldn't move to this other domain? And the reason was because every, all the tech was outsourced and um, it was a big pain and it was all hooked up to HubSpot and you couldn't have any downtime because, you know, a week without leads for a customer would be huge. Yeah. Yeah. And you can't you can't just start up a new domain on Google ads and suddenly get a bunch of traffic. I've kind of talked about this in the past. And so um, I kind of called that out as the first thing we should do. So that was the first thing I worked on before the lawsuit, before anything came up. And then lo and behold, as we're about two thirds of the way done with that, got served with the lawsuit. So the, the, the nice thing is we got to tell them, well, we're already almost done anyway. We were going to change off of it for branding reasons anyway. And so just, you know, we still had to hire a lawyer, still had to pay a lawyer and all that nonsense. But So not, just a not, second here, they, they didn't pick up the phone and just say, hey, what's yeah. up with this thing? <laughs> Are you using it for something? They just immediately went for the lawsuit. Exactly. Oh, exactly. Uh, you know, I don't know. They should have sent a cease and desist first or something. They're not required to. You can just sue anyone for anything for whenever you want. But they're kind of jerks about it. So um, anyway, we we called them or our attorney called them um, and said, hey, this is kind of silly. They're already yeah. they're already practically off the domain anyway. If you agree to just walk away, then we'll give you the domain. And they said, well, no, now we've incurred all these attorney's fees having to sue you and Oh, uh, you know, so they wanted yeah, us to be fault that. is they're, that. <laughs> they're, yeah, exactly. Their choice. So, you know, it was just gamesmanship. It was chess from their side. So we, we ended up working it out uh, and uh, gave them the domain. We said, you want the domain? Fine. Here you go. Once we were all off of it, completely off of it. Yeah. And awesome. so now, now that's all resolved. Um, lesson learned, I guess, is be careful not to uh, buy a domain that's too close to something else in the same industry where people could be confused. Cause that was, that was their claim that people might be confused between us and them. I must say that that's a little scary for like little guy, indie hacker who buys domains every five minutes and you just finally got this product together. And I mean, I don't think about what big competitors, is it similar to or something like that? I'm just building a product. So that's pretty yeah. scary. Like someone just, so it serves you. I'm actually interesting. Like, how would that work for somebody in a different country? It's like, well, <laughs> mind you, I suppose my legal entity is a US entity, so I'd still be under that jurisdiction. But yeah, that's, I mean, that's scary. I don't have, I'm, I'm paying school fees and putting food on the table. I don't have money for lawyers and stuff. So, well, and a, a lot, a lot of the registrars where you register your domain name are in the US. So even if you are outside the US, if they get a judgment against you, they can just take it directly. I think where it might Man. apply is, is if like there's a dot com already, like let's say, you know, foobar.com is a big known company and you buy foobar.io or whatever. Maybe it's not a big company, maybe it's just a middle sized company. But if you buy one of those derivative, uh, you know, TLDs, then I guess that's a risk that you take. And that's kind of what you have to do these days because all the dot coms are taken, right? So yeah. people start buying all these other ones. One of the things that I do when I look up a do new domain name is I, go to the .com and the .net and the .org and just see what they are. Yeah, that makes sense. If it's a park domain or like nothing big, then I don't worry about it. But this is, yeah, this unfortunately happened and it's kind of slowed us down. So now I'm free to uh, talk about partnership agreement, but, and I need to find a way to say this without sounding like a jerk. Um, <laughs> 
I'm taking a little bit of a break a couple weeks because, you know, I, I've done what I needed to do to get the company back on its on its feet. You know, the tech issues were causing them to hemorrhage clients and money. Um, you know, before yeah. it was hemorrhaging like ten thousand a, a month, so it was it was really wow not doing very well. And uh, now we fixed all those issues. It was all because of the tech. It was just falling apart, and that it's a tech agency or a company. So yeah. Yeah. So that's been fixed. It's actually now profitable again, if you don't count founder salaries. So, um, but before it was fixed, you know, they couldn't get new clients. It wasn't worth doing any marketing because, you know, the dam was leaking or the boat was leaking, whatever analogy you want to use. So it's all been fixed. And I've spent, uh, three months of, uh, my sabbatical and in quote, quotey fingers here, sabbatical, um, working on it, which (laughs) i did willingly. It was a risk I was willing to take because there was huge ups- upside, I, I think. But I haven't yeah. yet seen anything on my side from it. Uh, other than it's been fun, I fixed it for them and now they can continue if I don't join the company you know, officially. They can continue. Yeah, I have, There's no benefit to me right now until we get enough clients to pay us and to have some upside for me. And so now that the tech's all in place and they can market and do sales again, I've, I've basically said not, not trying to give an ultimatum or anything and not going completely cold, but I basically said, okay, I did my half. Now it's time for you to show me that you can do yours because you've said all you need is all this stuff fixed and you can get a bunch more clients. And, and, uh, you know, that's, I think it's a pretty fair deal. I'm going to sit back and I'm not going to invest more time yet. Uh, until we get some more traction. And if we do, great, I'm back on board. But if not, I need to start thinking about plan B. Um, and and again, I don't want to sound like a jerk or like I'm giving some sort of ultimatum, but it's like, you know, I've got I've to pay the bills for my family and I've got to know whether yeah. this is the thing that's going to do that or I need to find something else or I need to start thinking about, you know, going back to full-time or consulting or something. Yeah, look, I think that makes complete sense. I don't think you're coming across as a jerk at all. And you know, whenever you decide to go into a long-term relationship, you know, marriage is the same thing. You don't just date for three weeks and then decide everything's going on. You just, like, you got to make sure both people are coming with the equal amount of trust and what they say they're going to bring to the relationship. Um, you know, that's, that has to kind of get proven before you sign on the dotted line. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, that's especially, I mean, that's, I guess, you know, being product builders and technical people, like stereotypically the the best people to to partner up with and co-found with is someone who's sales and marketing and SEO. But you don't just make a founder agreement and sign when someone hasn't brought their part to the to the table and proven that they can do what they say and that because I mean you can build a product and your sales and marketing guy can say, Well, I can sell it and get you a thousand users inside of three months and then you have two users and then what? They sit with fifty percent of your company or the other way around. Yeah. Um and th- that's usually when things start to fall apart. So I I think you're doing the right thing, to be honest. It's it's doing the exact thing to to hedge on that bet that you're going to make. I mean, it's a big bet. Yeah. And I have no doubt that they can get there that, you know, Greg in particular, my, my partner or potential partner, uh, can, can get there. It's just how, how quickly is it going to be quick enough to support me or do I need to go back and find something full time and continue to help them part time or something? I'm not going to leave them high and dry. And, you know, well, if it comes to the point where, 
um, you know, he needs a full-time partner and I'm not able to do that because I've got bills to pay, then we'll figure that out. But for now, so through the 17th of January here in 2022, I'm just kind of taking it easy, going back to quotey fingers, sabbatical mode, um, which for me, because I don't want to start something new while this other thing's going on, I'm just going to have some fun learning stuff that I've been meaning to get into. Uh, I'm a a Rails oh, nice. Rails and a Node guy um, historically, and Node's always been with just JavaScript, raw JavaScript, and uh, you know TypeScript is one of those things I have. I, I feel like I should know and give a fair shake, give a fair shot, uh, but haven't yet. So I'm diving deeper into that or deep into that to understand it. I, I like it so far, and then uh, playing around with uh, Dart and Flutter a little bit too. Dart is oh, nice. uh, the language, the f- it's front end, but I guess you can use it on the back end too. It's uh, uh, a language that Google created. And Flutter is their framework for creating mobile apps, so native apps. So it's kind of like uh, React Native. It compiles to native code. And um, yeah. playing around with those, but uh, they, they're, there's also a web version, so a flavor, I guess, of Flutter. So you could, in theory write your code once and have your app show up on the web and both devices. But uh, I'm going off on a tangent here, off in the weeds, but the last thing I'll say is the interesting thing about that is it's all rendered on a, on a canvas element. So it's not really web, yeah. you yeah. know, so uh, I'm playing around with those it's things. It's kind of like a ski uh, paint that you yeah. are just painting on a canvas. It's not actual native controls. Yeah. Um, useless information. I think uh, whoopsielabs.com. Uh, is a Flutter website, and I wrote that like, poof, man, this is more than probably about eighteen months ago. So it was really, really green. Mm-hmm. And for anybody that goes there, you'll you'll see that it's super, super simple, and that's why I could do it. Um, but yeah, it's. I mean, I've I've good friends that are full time contractors in Flutter, and and they're loving the tech mm-hmm. um, in terms of productivity to do native apps. Um, it's if you especially if you're coming from a web background the the structure is very similar um to the way it pulls in packages and uh, for a web developer it would be a very very familiar ground yeah um it, yeah that's that's great tech to learn and uh w- with typescript uh yeah i i did about th- 3 months of javascript and hated every minute of it coming from a c sharp <laughs> managed code background yeah. And then I found TypeScript and was like, man, okay, I can I can deal with this. This I can do. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, it's very much preferable. If I have to do some kind of scripting language in the browser, it very definitely will be TypeScript. Easy way. That's funny. I, I'm the opposite. So I come from JavaScript. I love JavaScript, uh, especially the newest stuff that's coming out. And uh, it, my attitude's always been, well, TypeScript just – uh, you know, is converted into JavaScript anyway. Why not just do JavaScript? But, but I get it now. You know, there's the type safety and all that stuff that comes with it. So, I get it. Um, but I'm, it's it's been fun. I I just love learning. It's it's fun to just, you know, not have to do it for work or not have to do it for anything else, but just for the fun of it. It's, it's been a fun week yeah. so far. So I'll do that until the 17th, and then we'll cool. we'll have a decision on what to do next. And if if traction is slow. Um, probably going to start looking for either freelancing or consulting opportunities or, you know, going back full time isn't off the table either. If it's something that's fun and interesting, I, I don't want to get just a, mm. another job that pays the bills. I want to, obviously I need to pay the bills, but I mean, I want to do something interesting and fun. Uh, and I've got, 
you know, a good couple of decades of experience, I guess, to back it up. So it should be in this market, not too hard to, yeah. to do. So is that the timetable that you're working with? They have until the 17th to demonstrate some sort of traction. I mean, that's not a lot of time. It's eh? not, but according to, um, well, they've done, they've gotten multiple clients onboarded within a week before. So it's happened before. It's very word of mouth heavy because all of the uh, mm. real estate investors talk to each other. So all it takes is one good, oh, and I should add, We've also implemented a pretty um, generous um, affiliate program Oh, yes. because everything depends on word of mouth. And so on Friday, a couple of days here, we're going to meet with uh, a an affiliate that's worked with us before and he stopped referring people because the tech was breaking and, you know, it's kind of embarrassing for him <laughs> and for us. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so now we're like, okay, here's this new thing. I'm new to him. Uh, the tech is new to him. And so he... He's very influential, and there's a couple of people like him where if we can get them on board, it could happen that fast. But I want to see at least a couple of new clients in that amount of time. Yes, it's very fast, but um, I've heard over and over mm. again, no, we can definitely do that. Let's. We just need the tech to be done, and okay, I launched the tech on like the 28th of December, so you know the last stuff that we needed to fully automate everything, and it just runs now without me doing anything, so We'll see. It's not very long. But yeah, the 17th is, is to answer your original question, the day that we're going to meet up again okay, and say, okay, how's this really going? And uh, yeah. if it doesn't feel like there's enough traction, I'll continue to help part-time, but I'm probably going to start looking at maybe, you know, not in a huge rush. So by March-ish, you know, I'll, I'll make sure I have something lined up. And I'll continue to work nice. on other stuff too. I mean, this is always going to be my dream, just like you and everyone else that's listening. Um, there's a lot that I can offer, you know, in a, as a full-time employee, but deep down, I'm always going to want to come back to being full-time. You know, it's, I'm never going to be completely happy. Yeah. You you want to own your own house, yeah. right? You, you don't want to rent somebody else's house. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. So that's, that's it for me. I mean, I guess it, like you said, you're going to have, uh, some bug fixes and vacation and I'm going to have just some nerdy learning stuff. So, yeah, I think in terms of looking forward uh, or just very quickly, the only, the other thing that I just remembered, which I'd done is I joined a, a freelancer community, a private Slack group, um, which I got invited to. Um, so that's been really good, really plugging. And it's got a couple hundred members already. The last time I looked, what uh, was definitely over a hundred. Um, so that's that's going to be a real good way to at least get stuck into on the ground level what freelancers are thinking and what their needs are and that kind of thing. It's not really a place that uh, I can do promotion because the guy that's running the freelancing group, he's got his own SaaS product for freelancers. So I don't feel very comfortable <laughs> being invited by him and then saying, hey, I've got this product and when you guys go over there. Um, but yeah, it's it's just a place where I can learn what 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 freelancer pain is and um, and be of help if I can. That's awesome. Um, so that's that's good. It's it's going. I'm looking forward to seeing how that turns out over the the next couple of weeks, and hopefully I can get some insight, uh, stealth insight, yeah. to uh, see if my my product is is fitting what the the actual needs are out there. And I think that. But yeah, definitely the next two weeks, right? Mm -hmm. um, sorry, you're going to say you think that? Well, I was just going to say that. 
I think that once you make a name for yourself in this group or wherever else, you know, once you're able to do that and, and become known, people tend to like look into what other people are doing and they'll find out what you're doing. You know, they might find this podcast, they might find your website or Twitter or whatever, you know, there's, you don't have to directly advertise, you know, to get, get some traction. Yeah. I, I suppose I don't, I just, I just don't want to make that my like primary yeah. reason why I'm there. So yeah. it's kind of, I have to put myself into that mindset. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if there's any freelancers listening, uh, we'll include the the link in the show notes and you guys can go check it out. It's a, uh, really handy very diverse set of freelancers from all over the world um web developers and web designers getting together mostly um and really helping each other out in the freelancer world and there's a there's a good couple uh, things carl the guy who's running it is going to be running some workshops and interviewing freelancers so it looks like it's going to be a really helpful place for freelancers to hang out and and improve their craft cool that's awesome is that uh are you wanting to do a few of those groups or is this like the main one you want to participate in? No, I think, look, I've got so little time. It's <laughs> probably the only one that I can, and, and there's a significant amount of freelancers there. So I kind of like moonlight on Reddit, um, on a couple of those groups, um, and help where I can. Uh, but that's, that's like over a lunch period or whatever. So, um, the, this this is the, the main one that I'll be looking at and, and seeing what, what feedback I can give and that kind of thing. Okay, cool. Well, anything else that you want to go over for today? No, I don't think so. That's pretty much it. Other than the traditional dad joke, did you, did you remember to bring yours? Um, I'm going to have to probably edit this out, but I forgot and I'm going to have to pause and find one. <laughs> You're going to have to, well, you don't have to, yeah, what you can do is you can cut it in and yeah. just leave the fact that you forgot it <laughs> in the episode. It's always more entertaining. Look, it's New Year and uh, everything's like, you know, trying to get back into the routine yeah. again. Um, and I forgot. Maybe we'll just, we'll just have yours. Yeah. Okay. I did manage to find a, a, a slightly related one. So do you know what the definition of a New Year's resolution is? Uh, no, I don't something that goes in one year and out the other <laughs> that's about right my my new year's resolution well it was kind of half a joke but um I, I mentioned it on twitter was to not buy any new domain names without having to oh, yes. actually launch <laughs> and i <laughs> and i i i just without even thinking i found a really good one and i bought it and then i realized oh man it's only january 2nd so uh, I've oh, already, man. I've already messed that are, one up. Are you going to tell us what it is, Brian? <laughs> not yet. No, <laughs> it's too embarrassing that I have so many of these things. So I completely agree. Your, your definition is spot on. <laughs> uh, we will never learn. No, <laughs> it's like, uh, it's, drugs. it's, it's that whole scarcity <laughs> thing. Like if I don't buy it now, right. So then it's not going to be available tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. So I guess I just, just spend the $10, yeah. damn it. And then you've got it and you don't have to worry about I'm it. I'm pretty sure that's their business model is not to actually like, they don't, care if you use it or not they just you know i'll bet you that like 80 percent of the money that that GoDaddy gets for example is just people buying domain names that they never use <laughs> new year's resolution actually use it there we name. go that's i'll just convert my new year's resolution into actually using the one i just bought on january 2nd sounds good all right well have a good uh bug fix sprint and uh we'll talk to you in a couple weeks cheers brian see you have a good one bye if you enjoyed this episode and you want an easy way to support us, we'd love it if you reviewed this podcast on whichever platform you're using to tune in. If you'd like to ask a question, 
you can send us an email to hello at indiedads.com or message us directly on Twitter. You can also find us at indiedads.com where you can see show notes, links to our Twitter profiles and product websites. Thanks so much for listening and we'll see you next time.